that Wong amazing talk for everyone to remember the water podcast where conversation flows, illusions crash. Your host, Matt Half White, Half Wong. Today, I want to get into awareness. I want to talk about being aware. Being aware not only of our physical environment and where we're at, but more importantly, where we are internally. What's going on inside our minds? The stories we choose to tell tell the world what we value. But really, the stories we're choosing to entertain in our minds end up being who we are. Okay. I want to get this is this is pretty obvious when you know when I heard this is it makes a lot of sense it, but it's it's so uh small it seems you know it seems obscure it seems like is it re- is that really how it happens how it is that we became who we are think about this Right now, your personality is your personality because of events that happened to you in the past. Things happened to you in your past. You had emotional reactions to those things. Now there's an emotional memory to these situations and you've carried that with you. And you've carried this personality with you because of things that happened to you in your past. Obvious, I think. Was it said as well as it could have been said? Probably not. So let's try to get into this a little bit. Let's think about this. So let's say, for instance, we had a person and their parent. Ooh, you know what? Here's a good one. Okay. There's this woman, I heard this woman talking about uh, why she was the way she was or something like this. It was a TED talk and uh, somebody, her father and mother, she was a teenage, she was like a preteen, she's like 12 or 13. She's at the dinner table. Her parents are arguing about some stuff or that, no, I think they were diminishing people in her life or something like this or I don't know, you know. She got real mad. She couldn't take it. She started screaming. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Father was not having this. Father's up in an instant in her face and he's hitting her. And he's, and I think uh, he only stops because she started peeing herself. And she, she, was so, she was so frightened. And she learned, she said from that moment, she learned to shut the fuck up. You don't, you don't say what you actually feel. It's not that important. I just accept what, you know, authority is doing pretty much, right? So how would that manifest then for this woman after that? Well, she probably carried fear that possibly speaking out, and it's, it, what's crazy is again, you don't got it. She didn't have to think this consciously. Her body felt fear when she spoke out for herself. She didn't know how to speak out for herself. It came across screaming and maybe to, uh, you know, maybe she was in the right. You know, parents are probably, I think they might have been, maybe they're being homophobic or something, who knows, but she just started screaming, shut up, patriarchal uh, household, right? You know, father's in control, father knows best, right? You're not going to talk to me this way at my dinner table, right? So 
she then, so what happens then for this person is in with that event, it created a, a personality trait for her. One maybe of anxiety, one maybe of fear. Maybe she's a little more timid. Maybe she's always, you know what it was now, now it's all coming back to, she was uh, real easygoing with people. That's how she ended up dealing with things because she, she just, you know, she, she, she just kind of caved into people. Oh, okay. This is what they want. This is how they feel, whatever. She never addressed that. Oh, wow. You know, I don't feel comfortable actually speaking what's truly on my mind because I don't trust how other people are going to react to me. And it's not, it's not on other people, you know, she had something scary happen to her. Something scary happened to her as she was growing up, like not just as she was like growing up, but as she was maturing as like a human being as like she was evolving you know I, I, it's crazy up until 25 our brains are forming and then that's up till 25 years old our brains are still forming and i think that's crazy <laughs> you know we, we people are done with college already by that point people are apparently in the uh in society in the community being respectable people and quite literally the the hardware isn't even uh fully developed yet which i just think is uh it's kind of crazy no i mean we have people going through all of the <laughs> it's just crazy to think about all the people that have like real uh, crazy mental breakdowns prior to 25, right? I mean, there's so much stress. There's so much mental health issues with our youth. And we have a, the, we have a world that's like no, like the, the, we have a world that nobody, nobody has lived through right now. You know, 50 years ago, 80 years ago, 100 years ago, pretty much, right? Like, you know, grandma and grandpa, the life that they lived in that same house, in that same lot of land that, you know, they lived on, you lived on now. And, you know, your parents did the same thing that you pretty much did. And your grandparents did the same thing you, they, you pretty much did. And they saw the same life and they saw the same activities and they saw the same people and the technology was the same and the food was the same. Think about just the food, man, how different what your grandparents ate to what your parents ate to what you're eating today to maybe even what you're eating today to what you were eating what a year ago 10 years ago 15 years ago last year three years ago you know like it's always always changing right that's crazy i feel so bad for the youth of today at the same time, youth of today, there's two sides to all this, right? Because <laughs> I mean, even as I say that, right, you, you have so much at your fingertips. The opportunities are so immense for you, right? What's crazy is it just looks like, you know, it, it, here, this goes into a good Wong minute I had, all right? I had, the, uh, I had this Wong minute on red, right? If you close your eyes, you're going to see red, you know, and if you, you, you're thinking about red, you're going to end up seeing red, right? If you close your eyes and you start thinking about how deep red looks and you think about all the things that look red and what red means, when you open your eyes, you're going to see red. You're going to miss the blue. Doesn't mean the blues aren't in there. They're not around the room. It's just, oh, wow, all the red stuff just, you know, your mind wants to do that for you. Our minds want to make life easier for us. Go back and get to these other podcasts on the practice, right? What our brains want to do is make life easier for us. 
if we're making decisions though that are just shitty decisions for ourselves our brain is still going to get better at making our bodies make shitty decisions better you know like like i know that sounds silly like it, it's but it's we're not we're not that complex i mean we are complex it's just uh the story again the stories in our mind about what the hell is going on here that's what shocked me so much as i've been growing up as i've been uh as i've been getting woke as the as the youth say <laughs> it bothered me to see how much uh we lied how much profit was at the center of all the decisions pretty much whether it's health related whether it's society related whether it's uh you know it doesn't it doesn't matter like it, profit is king and i also had this idea when we were young that everything was kind of known and that's really not the case at all and then again youth this is where it's so cool to be where you guys are at or you know why people keep people keep wondering oh wow well <laughs> wondering what where the, where the youth were gonna go now it seems almost scary because it seems like we're heading towards children of men <laughs> where we're not you know people aren't uh people aren't if you don't know fertility rates are going down testosterone rates are dropping in men young men too if you didn't know this stuff anyways what i was going to say is it doesn't seem as if like you know it always seemed when i was younger it always seemed like oh man if i could only just be 10 years younger if i could still you know if i was only born today i don't know if people think that today because you know you see you see the world's falling apart you know I mean, I asked my parents once, you know, if they ever thought, you know, my, for my parents' generation, was it ever, for the, of course, there may have been some in that generation, but I don't think their generation ever actually kind of was like, you know, should we not have a kid because there might not be a world for them in 50 years? Like, are we being irresponsible by having children in a world where, maybe there's not going to be resources for them in a few decades i mean that's a that's some real shit, right like to, to think about uh all the more reason to to want to raise up the potential of everybody around you because if we're all just we if we're all just accepting oh you know they're just going to tell me what's best for me you know we don't we don't put in the work ourselves we don't bring some awareness to how it is that we're actually living and what kind of results we're getting from that. That's what I'm hoping we can do together here. And I want this to be two ways. I mean, please, by all means, help me out. I mean, if I'm doing some shit wrong, you know, if you see me doing something, and it's like, you know, I literally did a workshop and I saw like, you know, I saw all these statistics on, on this and I know that's wrong. Or, you know, I, I watched this documentary and I know, or, you know, whatever it may be, right? That's how we help one another out, right? I'm really big on the idea that if you see a brother or sister doing something wrong, if you can... You should try everything in your power to help them with that. If you can, if you can, you show them how they're doing it wrong. You show them how you can help. That in itself is a skill because a lot of times the way we, we help people or a lot of times the way we, we try to correct people, uh, we could be kind of douchey about it. <laughs> You know, we could be a little impatient with people about things that we're really good at, not understanding sometimes that our talents aren't others' talents and that, 
you know, that really tripped me out when I, when I first realized that, wait, I do something that's easy for me and it's not easier for you? How is that possible? Like, I remember thinking when I was young that, like, people were just lying. Like, it, it didn't make sense to me that, like, you can't, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, how was I supposed to know? I didn't know really what's going on in life. <laughs> you know, you're just trying to judge by all the other kids you're, you're in school with. And then what, everybody's looking up to the kid that's the loudest <laughs> because for some, because he has confidence or she has confidence. When I look back and I think to myself, wow, the things that I could have done if I was more confident, the things that I did do because I had confidence, what can be accomplished when one believes in themselves? That's the most powerful thing, I think. And when I look back at it being younger, that's why I had that, I had a, I had a, I had a Wong minute a long time ago about be like Customato, Mike Tyson's coach, because this dude built up Mike Tyson, man. He didn't, he didn't tear him down. And I know there's a lot about that tearing somebody down and beating up on somebody because that's how they get stronger. Kind of like, you know, the, uh, a sword is forged out of fire, right? So it's like the more you hammer at something, the stronger it gets and the harder it gets, right? Sometimes though, maybe you don't want something that's just so rigid and unbending, something that's not soft. Maybe that's not always what's what's most needed in life, huh? So to go back to red, should we go back to red? What we put our minds on, that's what, or what, you know, what we put our minds on, that's what we are gonna end up finding in our lives, okay? So if, if our mind is on insecurity somehow, if we, you know, so again, thinking back to that woman and that, exa that example, you know, if this woman is insecure, rightfully so she's insecure i mean this she here she is with the loved ones not just any loved ones the loved ones right i mean these are your parents right these are your protectors your guardians and they when she freaked out as an as a child as an adolescent because of their shitty actions I mean, how, you know, and so now, yeah, she has insecurity in her, in her thoughts. Yeah, she's a little embarrassed. She's scared. She's not sure, too, now how she's going to be able to hold up when that happens. She pissed herself and she's getting hit by her father. And if she's not safe around her father and mother to express those kind of emotions, how do you think she's going to feel around a teacher? a stranger, a cousin, friends, classmates. It's deep. It's deep, guys. Think about it. So let's, it, it, what's crazy is to some extent to know who we are, we have to go into those dark moments. We have to go into things in our lives that were uncomfortable because those uncomfortable moments in our lives, they changed us. They did something to us. And maybe we need to find back, we need to find, again, find who we were. Maybe we need to find that again. Maybe we need to try to go back prior to that traumatic moment that made us start questioning ourselves, questioning our worth, questioning whether we could be heard, whether we had a voice, we had a voice, excuse me, that was worthy to be heard, right? That's what happened here, right? Did she have a voice worthy to be heard? No. So how did she manifest then in her life from that point forward? Insecure, right? And then she's just an insecure person, right? You could see her at 37 years old and be like, oh, well, she's a shy, nervous person or whatever. 
Her father could have died in her 20s, and yet she's not, she hasn't been able to let it go. That frozen, that frozen song, man, that shit's deep. Let it go, let it go. Frozen, let it go. <laughs> Seriously, though, that should, you know, it's, it's not easy to drop. I'm, I'm not, don't ever think that I'm saying this shit's easy. Life is not easy. I hope I could get to a point where I go, oh, wow, yeah, no, you know what? No, this shit's just cake. Right now, it's not because where my mind's at. Because I'm still, I'm, I'm trying to change. I'm still trying to put forth better habits, better processes, better patterns of thought to lead me into a better future. And I think it's real interesting where I'll end up because of what I've done inside my mind. I'm telling you, that's where I feel strongest is inside here, thinking my thoughts the way I want to think, recognizing too that sometimes when these thoughts come that I don't like, that's that shit I don't like. Yo shit, make believe. Rapping about my own life. Whoa. I don't know if that's what he says. <laughs> if you haven't seen me try to sing songs, I don't really know the lyrics. <laughs> I kind of know like how it, it could, should go on like a cadence level, but I don't, I don't really, I don't know the words. I just, <laughs> I just make stuff up and I laugh. So I'm never, I'm not, go back to this. I'm never trying to say this shit's easy. It's, it's not easy to change. And really too, what I'm, 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 what I hope I'm getting across to some extent is that what we think, those aren't just, that's not just benign. It's not just like, oh, it's just my thoughts. Well, whatever. No, our thoughts are controlling us. Our thoughts create the emotions that we feel. They can even turn genes off. They could turn genes on. Okay, like so our thoughts are important. And it's because of how we think about the situations in our past and about what happened to us, why it happened to us, should it have happened to us, what has been done since it's happened to us to make it right? I get it. Okay. I get it. I'm not trying to be, because sometimes when I, even for me personally, when I listen to people, these TED talks, or I listen to people talk, sometimes I think, uh, you know, you could be a little more compassionate. <laughs> you know, I get it. I get it. It sounds, it, you know, hey, get the fuck up and do the fuck what you're supposed to do. Just fucking do it. You know you need to do it. Quit fucking bitching. Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes, though, it's like, but I've just, I've been bitching, like, my whole life. Like, how do I not? <laughs> you know, and some people, I get it, man. Like, who you were, like, and, and, and what I want to get at, what I say I get it is that if you say, like, no, like, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't feel like this. Like I, you know, like my feelings of, you know, when I, for me, when I'm like, I got my running shoes on and the fucking sun's out and there's a hill in front of me, I'm fucking pumped. <laughs> I want to run up that shit, man. Like that's, that's excitement for me. If it's a, if it's a fucking uh, dirt path with some fucking shitty rocks in it too, ooh, even better because it's even more difficult to run. Or if it's a grass hill, on a rainy, after a rainy day, and I'm cool with, I'm, I'm okay with, I'm gonna get all fucking just dirty right now because I only got one pair of shoes and I don't, I, I don't wanna get them dirty sometimes. <laughs> but you know, like for me, like the way my mind is, that, that shit's cool. Like I feel, I my body feels excited for that. Now I get it though, some people are gonna look at that and that's gonna be daunting and they don't wanna do that. 
and there's maybe even some type of pain associated with that that's it's scary they might not be able to do that here's the thing it was scary for me too it was also painful for me too at one point it was difficult to develop a mindset to be able to just do it it happened over time it happened because of what happened in my past i think if we know how it is somebody achieved or succeeds in what it is that they're trying to do we then have a better idea of okay how it is to get there right if you're trying to get stronger you're trying to build muscle and you don't understand though that your human growth hormone secretion is going to be highest at night between the hours of 10 and 2 if you're sleeping and that you need to get an adequate amount of rest and repair it's not just about lifting weights then yes you will get stronger because of those habits that you're procuring i think we all so to go back to this to this woman in the early example just about how who it is we become because of what happened to us in our past for some of us again so when we are younger we are in a to go back to some of these to, to hit on some stuff from some of these other earlier podcasts we are in a more susceptible brain state literally the brain activity the brainwave activity is less and they say that we are more naive or we are more willing to pick up a story we're more willing to believe we're more gullible it's an easier time for us to be downloading a new program which is what we're doing when we're young yeah we're downloading how it is that we are going to act as we get older because when you think about your everyday life and you think about how unconscious you are as you act throughout the day your body is just making things easy for you you don't have time to you do have time if you if you make it it's but what it seems like is that we don't have time so our body what a habit is is our body just say hey, you don't got to think about it this is just what we do right we get bad when we get cut off we get frustrated when somebody doesn't uh acknowledge us when we do something for the mountain public of course my kids acted this way today and you know they, they it made me this way right and i i just think that that's so crazy right again uh how it is that we download this personality that we have how it is that we hold on to these characteristics or these qualities we hold on to this bitterness sometimes because of something that's happened to us and again i'm not saying again it could have been something horrible it could have been it, it could have been wrong we could have been a victim of something i'm not saying that we weren't I'm just saying what is crazy though is that because of some shit that happens to us we end up living a certain way every single day because of that. We have certain emotions around certain events, around certain situations. Whew. I I just needed to take a deep breath on that. It's it's deep, you know? How it is who we become who we are, right? And the stories we have in our head about that that push us towards certain endeavors that keep us away from trying new things, right? And it goes into I had this other Wong minute about and I've talked about this before because I feel like this statement is so profound. When I heard this, shout out Sadhguru expectations as the source of all suffering 
I was like, oh, shit. You know, because then you think about it. And then, so what's interesting is I've often thought about how the stories we see about family, about life in America, right? For a lot of people, that's not at all their reality, right? And you wonder, what's it like when you don't have running water, when you don't have your parent, you, you don't have a, a steady, you, you, you don't, you have maybe one guardian, that guardian maybe is on drugs, your siblings are maybe in and out of jail if there's any around. What's it like when you see, you have, you, you don't have an income that you're bringing in. You guys don't even know if you're gonna get the, you get your own government food. What's it like for these people when you see life and what it could be like on TV? When you see wealth and riches, love, what's it like? What I'm getting at is, does this not build up certain expectations over time of what maybe, I mean, think about it. Even if you grew up in a middle-class American, you know, you're, you're comfortable. You downloaded certain expectations about what you should have, what you will be doing as you get older, what your kids will be like, what school would be like for them to be in, all these things, right? And if you can't attain any one of these expectations, disappointment, no? On a larger extent, you could say suffering, right? Of course, because what do we mean by suffering? Well, in this extent, I mean, we mean mental suffering, just anguish that we do against ourselves almost, right? Because just because you don't have what it is that you thought you should have doesn't mean that you don't have what's still necessary to be happy, prosperous in your life, right? It, it, it's such a crazy statement. I mean, I guess I used to think that, I, I guess I used to, I, I used to think that, yeah, maybe my anger wasn't the source of myself. I wasn't the source of my own anger. I wasn't the so, source of my own disappointment, the source of my own suffering. Of course not. My anguish, my frustration, my impatience, if I acted disrespectful, of course, all of these things were prodded from within, were prodded from without actually, right? It wasn't because of the way that I carried myself. I'm a normal guy, right? I'm an average person, right? Of course, anybody, you know, I feel like as I even think about how I used to speak with people, right? I mean, I would talk with people, complain with them, you get them on your side. I would, you know, I, I mean, you get them on your side. Show them everything that happened from my point of view and why, of course, that guy, that girl, of that situation sucked, right? You see, you see all of this. Of course, there's nothing I could learn. Of course, they were all so mean to me. Of course, everybody else was irrational. And of course, I was. I was totally conscious and I was totally aware and I was being mindful and I was respectful and I was patient. Of course, whenever we retell stories about ourselves, we, we do this editing, right? Which isn't really doing us any favors. I mean, when we, I, I've had to learn this, when we go through a story and we complain, and we just relive the story on that emotional level without being able to bring it to some type of moral or ethic that was learned, some type of lesson, I think then all we're doing is we're just reliving that shitty emotion, right? I mean, if, if just an example, like a, a, a traffic, um, you know, okay, I was stuck in traffic, right? And let's say you just, you know, I just complain about being stuck in traffic, right? 
well, what am I doing? I'm just, oh, God, the traffic today. I mean, you know, on the, on the 880 around the, around Fremont, it was just, oh, God, and, oh, my God, this truck was so close to me, and for two, a mile, we were just right next to each other, and, and, you know, you could relive those whole emotions, and the body doesn't know. That's what's crazy. Your body doesn't know that you're just reliving these emotions. Again, we go back to these old podcasts. You, when we relive this stuff, when we act this out, our body's playing it all out again. You know, if you're a good storyteller, you do, you, you, get a, you do a good job of getting across the emotion that was felt in those in, in whatever situation that you're talking about, right? So we, we want to be emotional because we want to be heard. We want to get our stories across, right? We want that connection with other people. What I'm getting at, though, is I think when we tell those stories, for me, this is what I'm trying to do. Every story, if you ever hear me talk to you about some stuff, I'm trying to tell you something at least that I've learned within that story, personally, just for me. Because what it because for me, it is a little selfish even just for me. Because what happens for me is I get to relook at a situation in my life that may have been frustrating, may have been uncomfortable, and I get to reframe it though, so that my mind and and by doing this, it's practice. By doing this, I'm making a habit where more and more what my body wants to do then is go, hey, this is cool. This was supposed to happen. Hey, it's okay. We're getting better because of this happening. My mind is going, it's okay. Why, what, when things happen to us, what do we do? We look, we, we look to, for the reasons. We, we go, hold up, pause. Everything happens for a reason. We go, hold up, pause. Expectations are the source of all suffering. So maybe, hold up, is there a lesson here I'm supposed to learn? Maybe I'm being so impatient here in the car during this traffic. It's happening to me every single day. Hold up. I want to learn more Spanish. I should be listening to some Spanish right now in the car. The great, great opportunity to practice. Hold up. I should call such and such. I haven't talked to somebody, such and such in a while perfect opportunity right now. I got 30, 40 minutes in the car. Just always trying to reframe in my own life all the little, all the little defeats that happen throughout the course of a day because there's defeats throughout the day. There's all kinds of losses. There's not just victories. Throughout the day, we have all these little, oh, I got, I got frustrated there. Oh, I shouldn't have lost my temper there. Oh, I wasn't being mindful and I stubbed my toe. All of these moments, personally, I try to look at and I try to go, okay, what happened? What did I do with that? Why did that happen? What should I temper within myself so that that doesn't happen again? And sometimes these are our expectations. They just need to be tapered. Sometimes we have expectations that aren't matching our reality. This reminds me of a, of a stoic quote I came across the other week. He was talking, Marcus Relius was talking about how he welcomes anybody to tell him, to correct him of his errors. Anybody can tell him that he's doing something wrong. If you can convince him, he'll change. He's open to it. And what I thought was interesting is because he said, because nobody was ever hurt by the truth. He said it is actually by abiding in error and ignorance that we are hurt. <clears throat> and it's so, I feel like that's like false expectation. Like I feel like the expectations that we have that create suffering in our everyday life are false expectations. That's the ignorance, that's the error that we're living in that creates suffering, that creates the badness in our lives. It's not the truth. The truth, you know, it's funny, you know, it's crazy too, because when I read that, I thought to myself right away, like, ah, oh, that's weird. Like, the, the truth hurts people, right? You know, 
You can't handle the truth. <laughs> it's a great movie, by the way. Anyways, uh, a few good men. Um, but, you know, you, you think of the truth like, wow, but the truth does hurt people, right? You think so often about, oh, but people can't handle the truth, right? Like, literally, like, when people are told something true about themselves, true about something that they're doing, right? But then it made me think about that second line and about, well, wait a minute. It's about abiding an error and ignorance that we're at that actually hurts us. And then it made me think, okay, hold on. The error and the ignorance of one being afraid of the truth is what creates suffering then even for people, right? Like, so in that, so basically that having to accept truth is part of the way, you know, in a, in a way of saying, right? Like that is where we want to go towards the truth. The truth will expose things that we're doing. So another er erroneous way of thinking is thinking that we're somehow perfect, that we don't have flaws, that somehow we can hide these from people and somehow they, that we could keep them from people and that they cannot be seen, right? Especially maybe if we're, we're, we have some type of job where we feel like a fraud, we don't have the degree in that job and people have worked at it for so long and we don't want them to know how, how we, we really feel in, about our position. So we're always second, you know, or we're always very vigilant about how we come across and we're always looking at how everybody else is acting and we need to act like them, right? Well, by doing such, I, you know, I think even by just saying that right now, right? I think we get the idea of what kind of, what, what that's like for, so for that type of person, right? A lot of people live in this, in this type of way too in America, right? Very uncertain about, uh, about who they are very uncertain about their position at, at their job, right? And what truth would set them free for the, from this, right? Maybe, for instance, growth mindset, stoic mindset. Whenever you see me hashtagging about that, stoicism for me, it's philosophy, it's Buddhism, it's, 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 it's growth. They're all talking, you know, whether it's Tony Robbins or, or the Dalai Lama or Sadhguru, to me, they're talking the same. It's... How can we live up to our potential as human beings? Because again, if we live up to the potential as human beings, as sons and daughters of the Most High, why would we not have an amazing world? To get there, I think we have to be okay with failing though. You gotta be okay with putting a, for, a, a good foot forward, trying, falling down, getting back up again and trying. Unfortunately, I think what we have too much of is we have too much, our expectations are so high and we're very rigid in the society and we're very violent and our violence goes across, uh, it goes across our communication, it gets, it's in our music, it's in our shows, it's in our video games, it's in our art, it's everywhere. It's in our communication too. And how you know in this way in which we you know we 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 make judgments on people all the time you know uh if the way you judge somebody you know what's crazy is if you judge whoever however you're judging somebody ultimately you are judging yourself on those same criteria so be careful <laughs> Be careful of your judgments. Be careful of these thoughts of, of what you are holding on to and you are strengthening and making what nerves you're wiring together that are firing together, okay? And again, because our thoughts, they can shut down genes. They can shut down our immunity. They literally can create cancer within us, okay? So be careful. Let's be careful of our thoughts. Let's go to the truth. Let's temper our taper our expectations or 
We're not going to do this all overnight. I hope we're having a lot of aha moments, though. And let's just bring some awareness to how, wow, these things actually all do kind of play, play into them, play, play into one another, huh? The thoughts that I have in my head, how they create the emotions that I feel in my everyday life, how the emotions that I carry with me on my sleeve reflect the personality that people see about me and how I can't change that personality unless I address those emotional events in my past that created those emotions that I relive every day in these situations around these people or that I've even transferred over to other people and other situations. Know thyself. Old, what is this? Just old Socrates or Aristotle? Just know thyself. Know thyself to know others. That has always stuck with me. And it, it's what's, what's crazy is because if you really get into it, you kind of go, okay, I have emotions and I felt a certain way because I had these expectations because this is what we expect in society. Other people would expect this, expect this too. Other people would feel this way too. Other people would do this too. And all of this reinforces that expectation reinforces then the suffering I have if that expectation is broken. So we can learn so much if we look at ourselves, if we look at ourselves honestly, and if we try to, because if we honestly say, oh, wow, I, I, I was just being impatient earlier because I felt like I wasn't being listened to because I thought we had a agreement that this should be this way and it wasn't this way. And I saw it and I freaked out and uh, I, I spoke to you as if, you know, that you knew that you were breaking my expectations, you know? And then I guess too, what this, for me, what this is bringing awareness about is again, looking at things from the other point of view, from somebody else's point of view, Really, too, for me, what, what this is all reminding me of is just how, how, how large patience is. How, uh, how large patience is. <laughs> patience, you're so large. Though, like how, you know, how, how large of an aspect towards well-being and prosperity, I think, patience is. Being able to come across a situation and kind of go and kind of just assess it and kind of, okay, what's going on here? Whoa, how do I need to act? What's appropriate? What's going to be best for everybody involved here? You know, it reminds me too how I think often what we do instead is when something happens to us, I think some of us have the mindset of just, it's okay, we're just going to freak out. Somebody else is going to come, come save us kind of thing, right? And that's okay. I mean, you know, however, however, who you are is who you are and, and you're cool with that. Cool. But, you know, I, I'm going to hit this almost every time, you know, stress is a killer, you know. So, I mean, if you're living life in a certain way and you love your life and you have fun or whatever. But, you know, if if you're elevating yourself, if you're stressing yourself out, if you're reliving the stressful events in your life by just reacting the stress out in your life, that has damaging effects. Okay, I didn't say that all. <laughs> that has damaging effects though to our physical body, like physically. Physically, your body is not repairing itself. It is not doing the functions of DNA repair that just happens. So there's DNA damage that just happens by just being alive. And you have enzymes and there's processes, there are genes that turn on that repair that DNA damage. However, if you are stressing out, DNA damage repair is not essential and not needed right now. Your body thinks 
there's something outside that we're stressing out about. Let's drip the cortisol. Let's drip the noradrenaline. Let's get some adrenaline up in here. Let's get all the blood away from the organs. We're about to fight some motherfuckers. That's what your body's doing. And when it's in that chronic state, some people have psoriasis. Some people have irritable bowel syndrome. Some people's hair is turning gray. Some people's hair is falling out. Some people's nails are brittle. Some people have low back pain. Some people have other pain that wanders throughout their body. All of these are aspects or consequences of chronic stress. So who you are, it's cool. I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to change people, but I want, I'm hoping, I'm just hoping that we have some awareness to the, to the fact that we don't have to be, we don't have to, back pain isn't normal. Uh, PMS pain isn't normal. Uh, losing your hair, getting all these, you know, the, the, the pain that we associate with aging, it's common, it's not normal. It doesn't have to be that way. It's happening to people because of a other aspects in their life that they don't understand and how that contributes to their health. I am so shocked and amazed by so many of these talks that I listen to about the things that people find out. And that's what I, I, I along these talks, these talks are just going to start, they're just going to flow. They're just going to be different things that I listen to throughout the week. I'm going to try to, and something that I found through talking with people is because I'll be able to grab something from one talk that I heard about connective tissue and then I could kind of, and then another talk that I heard about meditation and then I could kind of like bring that together about chakras that I've read about in yoga and about how, wow, wait a minute, these guys are all talking about this energy and how there's this certain energy that flows out of the pineal gland because of the calcification and because of the charge of the water that comes in and out of our sutures in our brain as we inhale and exhale. That's some real shit, by the way, and it's, and, and it's complicated. And Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this. If you want to check him out talking about the pineal gland and you want to shock yourself, check it out. You'll go, what the fuck? Is that chakras? Is that chi? Wait, this is like Western medicine? They're, they're studying this stuff? What the hell? Dr. Joe Dispenza, pineal gland. You'll check out. You'll see some crazy stuff. But yeah. So to bring it back, expectations, source of all suffering, just think about it. Just start thinking, uh, what, uh, what I want to bring, what I'm going to bring are every talk we have here, every podcast you listen to, I guarantee something is going to spark some type of thought, some type of, huh, I guarantee. That's what I want to give to you every week, every podcast, something to think about something extra to chew on mentally, something for your mind to grow, something for your spirit to look at and go, oh, I want some more of that, right? Something to get excited about, something to keep you moving forward towards the next 70, 80, 50, 40 years of your life, you know? However old you are, you got to think, you know, if you, with what we know about with what we know about plants, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. We know so much about the healing properties of plants. And we really do know that the, the, the knowledge is out there about how we can heal ourselves, about how our body wants to heal itself. So, you know, if you really stay away from, if you really stay away from all the Western bullshit, I'm sorry, but all the processed food, that's stripped of micronutrients, that's full of preservatives, that stuff without, without all of these, without all the stuff that you've never heard of, without a choline and molybdenum and zeaxanthine and manganese, valium, uh, tysine and isoleucine and it's all the shit you've never heard of. 
it's not it's it's not that you're not getting enough protein or carbs or uh, vitamin C. Well, you're probably not getting enough vitamin C. Actually, that's a whole nother. What I'm getting at is the the, the nutrition facts that you see on a food label are crap. Okay, I'm not going to get into that right now, but that's just some bullshit. Macronutrients are not where it's at. Micronutrients, micro minerals, phytochemicals, plant foods, baby. Let thy food be thy medicine. It's a whole nother talk, though. It's a whole nother talk, guys. But let's let's just we're just gonna we're just bringing an awareness. All right. I hope. You know, here's here's another thing I, w- I wanted to uh, let's segue this into this real quick too. We're gonna end with this idea, okay? Imagine you want to run a marathon, all right? Imagine you want to do some type of CrossFit games, right? You don't just wait for that event to just happen, Spartan race, something like this, right? You don't just wait for it to happen. And then, oh shit, what were all the events? To, what are all the, the, the nine things I have to do? Oh, okay, well now I'm just gonna, I'm just jumping in. I'm just gonna do all these Olympic style lifts and all these box jumps and run all this distance. You may be able to just spontaneously do something like that. Your body will be wrecked though, no? Your body will be, it'll be so sore. You may get hurt because it may not have been warmed up properly. And then think about how your body will feel after this event, right? What is it you should have done, right? If you were going to do something like this, well, you would have practiced, right? Physically, your body, you would have put it through practice. You would have lifted at certain times. You would have learned what the events were. You would have learned other strategies to help you and your physical body with these lifts right what kind of rest you may need the hydration you need before what to eat afterwards what stretches to do well now let's think about when we have stressful events happen in our life right when we have something that happens in our lives that we don't want to happen these are like physical, uh, these are like how those CrossFit games are to our body. These are like CrossFit games to our mind, to our emotions. Because what we have to do when we get into these sticky situations is we have to, we have to do some real heavy mental lifting, real heavy emotional lifting. And if we haven't done any practice, we may be able to get through it we may be able to to handle it for sure but emotionally and mentally how are we afterwards are we a little wrecked was it a little too much was it because we didn't know the strategies was it because we didn't know the game was it because maybe we didn't have an understanding of what to do beforehand how to act as it was happening how to maybe come down from it afterwards. Just bringing an awareness into things, just things to think about. Hopefully, hopefully that you heard some stuff that'll make you go, huh, okay? And if you do, please let me know what these things are. Please reach out to me, let me know, hey, I love that, or hey, you mentioned this. I would have liked if you spoke more about this. If you want to hear me mention something more about uh, my own personal experience, conversation is just going to flow here, baby. So we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of life out there. <laughs> I read a lot. I watch a lot of things. And I think most importantly, I allow my mind to go I allow my mind to kind of go places. I entertain ideas. I'm trying to look at them from different perspectives, trying to put myself in other people's shoes to have an understanding of why other people act the way they do, 
why I respond the way I do, why they, why, you know, just trying to get better here, people. You all help me. I appreciate every, every one of you. I'm turning 38 <laughs> next year, 37 this year. I'll have a podcast coming out just on, uh, actually there's, there's, there's going to be a, a podcast coming out in the future. They're all going to be awesome topics. You're going to love it. Subscribe, like, share it, please. Let me know that you appreciate this. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you guys for showing up again to that Wong Amazing Talk. For everyone to remember the Water Podcast, where conversation flows and illusions crash, baby. Be love and be love, people. Thank you.